I'm Megan Gilgert, and welcome to the Fresh Exchange Podcast. Listen, I know we don't want to hear it, but I'm going to say the word fall. I know it's July. We don't want to hear the word fall. And that is hard to swallow, but (laughs) I'm going to be honest and say that we have to say the word fall because we're in July. And that means that there is a ton of plants that have to be started right now in order for us to have produce. It doesn't mean that fall is coming. It just means that there is a maturity amount that needs to be considered when thinking about the plants. So let's dive in today because as much as we don't want to say those words, they are words we have to say. So I'm going to be talking to you today about when to begin fall crops and like how to consider it. And then what to actually grow in fall and some of the timing of it. So we're going to go through that really quick today. And hopefully this is really helpful. As always, if you have more questions or want to learn more, you can always jump in and join our online community at any point for as little as $13 a month. And, or you can do a yearly membership and you can actually get 30% our e-learning off our e-learning shop if that is something you're interested in as well. So there's lots of benefits to being a member and you can see it all if you head to freshexchange.com backslash join. But for today, I'm just going to go over super quick some of the things you need to know. We're doing an actual class on this in our online community. So it, it does have benefit to join because we're going to dive deeper and be talking about it as a community, which I think is really helpful because we have people from all over the Midwest, the Northeast, even out in California and even in the South. So there's lots of different people from all over that are talking about this very topic and how they're considering it for themselves. And they're all really cool people. I can't, I, 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 I mean, I can't lie about that. So <laughs> they are, <laughs> um, so I highly suggest that if this is something you've been wanting to do, to think about planting for a second season, this is definitely something to consider. So let's jump in. When do you actually begin fall crops? So it really depends on the plant and it depends on where you're located and your last frost date. Some plants can, so why I say it matters on the plant, some plants can withstand a frost a light frost. And the other thing is, is that some of the plants have a very long maturity. So if you have something like a butternut squash or a pumpkin, you're really going to need to plant them this week. It's the first week of July. This is when we get them in. And as much as we don't want to think about it, we do. We really have to. The squash vine borers have pretty much gone on. We're just going to have squash bugs, which we can handle um, through a lot of plucking and hand work. But for the most part, this is when we do them, especially in our zone. So if you have a frost date in October, you're definitely going to be planting them now. Now, if you have a frost date in September, you're going to be wanting to have done it a week ago or two, but you probably will still be okay because most uh, pumpkins and fall squashes and winter squashes can withstand a light frost or just like a, you know some crispy, but nothing like heavy solid frost, which you really won't have this time of year or that time of year. Anyways, it's very unlikely. So you're probably still good. It's worth trying at least a smaller pumpkin variety, like a pie pumpkin or something like that. But 
So this is why I say it really depends on what you want to grow. Now, if it's radishes, we're going to hold off like until the end of July, first week of August. And, but if it's, you know, something like kale, you probably the first week of August would be good. So it all depends on when and what we're growing. So that's the tricky thing. And, (laughs) and why I can't just give you a clear answer, why there isn't a clear answer. Some of it's guesswork. A lot of it's guesswork. A lot of it's about learning. That's what we're doing in the garden all the time is learning. So some years I think I nail it and I totally fail. And some week, some years I think that I really failed and then I totally nail it. So it's hard to know, but I think in in the weather, you just never can predict it totally, especially nowadays. So I think you really have to pay attention and uh, think about those two main things. So I'm going to go through the things I would suggest growing, particularly, particularly if you are, you know, somebody that, you know, is a newer, this is your first time through, maybe you haven't done this before. Those, these are all great things to give a try to. So let me just go through them really quick. So first, uh, pumpkins, you're going to want to grow pumpkins. (laughs) Pumpkins are a lot of fun. Um, they're considered a winter fall squash. So I highly suggest a smaller variety for your first time through or a more decorative pumpkin, uh, ones that need less maturity time are always ideal because I think you're less likely to have a lot of pest issues with these varieties as well from my experience. So I really suggest thinking about that. Um, obviously, like I said, you're going to be not needing to start if you are in a zone like mine, like five, B six, eight, you're going to need to be starting them like pronto, like today. <laughs> um, I would suggest Then I would also do other winter squash varieties, which will also probably need about as long. You can check the maturity numbers, but um, you probably are going to want to start those here in the next week or two as well. And those would be like butternut, acorn, delicata, these ones. Those are our fall varieties. Finally, we're going to also, or finally, next, (laughs) you're going to want to start things like kale. And I really love growing red Russian kale because I find that it's super hardy. It doesn't mind if we get a random heat wave in September. Like it does really, really well. So I really suggest that. Then radishes are another thing, but we're not going to, you don't want to necessarily grow the radishes that you grew in spring, like French breakfast radishes. You can, um, but for home gardeners, I really suggest either the classic round red radishes or looking at something like a daikon or a purple or like a purple daikon radish or a watermelon or red meat radish. These radishes varieties enjoy that heat at the beginning and cool at the end, where a lot of spring varieties radishes do best if it's cool and then warm. So I really suggest kind of rethinking your radish collection for fall versus your spring radish collection, so to speak. (laughs) Um, Once again, this leads to that, like this is an opportunity to experience biodiversity in our diet, which is wonderful for our bodies. Next, beans. I know. I told you you could succession plant them. Keep going. You can still do more green beans into the fall. They're pretty cold hardy and they do really well. Stick to bush beans because you're not going to have the amount of time for pole or climber beans. 
Next are carrots. Continue to seed those carrots. Carrots can keep going, um, but I wouldn't really seed them after the first or second week of August. They probably aren't going to get big enough to pull or harvest before then, and then they aren't usually going to do well all winter. Next is turnips. You can seed those about when you would seed more carrots at any point. You could do beets as well. So kind of those, um, all those root vegetables you can put in at any point right now. The beets are going to want a little cooler temps. They really don't germinate well at 80 degrees. So you could kind of wait till there's kind of a cool spell that comes through, which is usually sometime in July. Like for us, it's usually we get a week that's kind of cooler in July. So I like to seed them around then. And then they never bolt. So really, so you can just kind of let them be there. Next is lots of herbs. There are tons of herbs that we can be seeding this time of year that will do well through the winter, or you'll be putting in whole plants such as parsley, thyme, sage, and then seeding cilantro. I start doing more seeding of cilantro again after we get through the high point of heat. It germinates really quickly and it does well really the mid to end of August is when I start doing more seeding again. And then I do it every two weeks in September. And then we're usually done. Um, and then lastly, your cool weather greens again can come back. Your arugula, your spinach, your tatsoi, your bok choy, all of these things can come back again. And it's like, yay, new things again. So I really suggest thinking about doing that sometime though in... Um, I don't know. I, it depends on where you live. Like for me, I probably don't do it until the beginning of August, depending on what our heat and two week forecast looks like. Because if we're having a really warm late summer, I'm going to wait till the first week of September to do it because spinach and arugula and all that really, really gets going again. Like it really likes the cold. And if it sprouts and you're not getting a frost for another like six weeks after you seeded it, you should get a pretty good harvest and it will keep going until almost December for us if we don't get a really, if we have a really mild fall and early winter. So it does pretty well. So it just kind of depends. And then lastly, you're going to want to start thinking about those fall perennials. So you're going to want to be thinking about, you know, should I put in some apple trees? Should I put in some um, raspberries? Should I put in some you know, service berries or, you know, other sort of perennial plants that you want to be establishing or even trees like maple trees and things like that. It can be a really good time, um, to be putting those in. And I really suggest thinking about it the beginning to middle of October and then making sure you strongly mulch them and that you keep consistent with the watering until the snow arrives usually fall is easier to establish these things. So I always suggest that. So it doesn't have to be really complicated what you do and it can be pretty relaxed. I really stopped doing succession plantings of all my summer things by the first week of August because it really, second week of August, depending on what I'm seeing in the forecast, because many times we get those like late, you know, cool nights and it just isn't going to do well. So I stopped doing beans and all of that that I suggested a couple weeks ago as succession plants. Like those are kind of done. So, um, yeah, 
it goes quick when I think about it like this, but I hope this is really helpful and that you guys really enjoyed this. Like I said, I'm going to be teaching more classes about this in our online community. So you can always find out more information, dive in deeper and connect with like-minded gardeners, just like you that are looking to grow in both their gardens and themselves at any point throughout the season. So you can join us for as little as $13 a month. I really hope you do. Until then, my friends, I'll see you out there. Bye.